Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonzes Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. How do you comfort yourself when you are in a big stress? I used to love music, especially rock music. Whenever I had a stress, I used to play electric guitar uh, very loud to ease myself. Some people go to fishing, some people play video games, some people eat outside uh, for comforting themselves whenever they have a stress. We're living in a very stressful world and it is very important to know how we can comfort ourselves. Today, as we are moving into the book of 2 Corinthians, we are going to learn where the true comfort comes from and how it looks like. So let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we'll be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the uh, sufferings of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. Amen. There are two points I want to make from this passage. The first one is, God is the source of comfort. The second one is, we are messengers of comfort. God is the source of comfort, and we are messengers of this comfort. Amen. So let's look at one by one. The first one is, God is the source of comfort. Now, let's look at the verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the, the common statement when Apostle Paul mentions, mostly in the beginning of the, uh, the book that he wrote, he wrote. The Father of mercies, of course, God is full of mercies, but also it says, God of all comfort. Now, notice the word all comfort. It's not a part of comfort or partial comfort, but all comfort. And look at verse 4. Who comforts us in all our affliction, not just a part of affliction, but all affliction, so that we'll be able to comfort those who are in any affliction. And jump into the verse 5. It says, For just as the suffering of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. So we can see the, the important parts here, all comforts and abundant, abundant comforts. So this is an amazing statement because you might think like, I'm going through a terrible t- problems and difficulties right now. Nobody would understand how much I'm going through. Even God cannot help me out. Well, my friend, let me tell you, there is no trouble, no problem, no difficulties that God cannot comfort. Because the Bible says, all comfort for all afflictions. Now, let me give you some context. Apostle Paul was going through a very traumatic event. In verse 8, he lost the hope of life, meaning that he was very close to death. And he was persecuted for his uh, ministry that he was sharing the gospel, but the people did not like it, and they imprisoned him. And you know, the uh, in 2 Timothy, that's the last letter of Apostle Paul, he was ending up in prison and being isolated, very lonely. Even his loved ones betrayed him. 
So he was in a very critical situation. Now, in between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, there was a one-year interval, but uh, Apostle Paul was going through a very difficult time during that time. So in the first letter, in the 1 Corinthians, he pointed out some issues in the church, and he gave some advisement, advice. But in the second letter, which is 2 Corinthians, he's more like, kind of, I'm going through a very difficult time, but God has comforted me. The word comfort uh, is shown 29 times in this letter. So we can see the comfort is really the key word that we need to find out from this passage. Apostle Paul was going through terrible, terrible difficulties in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 that he's going to point out some specific, even his physical illness. So from outside, inside, he was in a very uh, stressful situation. However, even during that difficult time, Apostle Paul was saying that God gives me the all comfort for all afflictions, even though I went through all kinds of troubles, all kinds of difficulties, but God has comforted me perfectly. His comfort is real. His comfort is sure. Now, the people are looking for pseudo-comforts. They look for, as I mentioned, the fishing, music, and all those things are entertainment. They are temporary comforts. Even if they can comfort you, maybe for a few hours, few days, or even a few weeks, however, they will disappear. And when you have a bigger problem, those comforts would mean nothing. They cannot really truly comfort you. But some people crave for uh, really dangerous things. For example, some people crave for uh, drugs. Uh, drugs can, uh, they look for the, uh, the drugs for the comfort in them. However, you know that drugs will destroy you physically, mentally, everything. But also, some people crave for sex, the sexual relationships, uh, for comforting them, themselves when they're in distress. However, that will destroy the relationship between their uh, their spouses and also their children, their family. That everything will be destroyed as well. So those comforts that we can tr- easily find in the world cannot truly comfort us. But only God can truly comfort us. Why? Because He knows our suffering. In Hebrews chapter 2, 18, that Jesus was tempted in every way that we were, but without sin. Because He is God, He is holy. Because He knows the, the trouble and the temptation, how hard the painful the pain is, He knows how to treat us, how to comfort us. The, the biggest the trouble or the, uh, the difficulties or the pain is the death on the cross, that Jesus died on the cross. That was not a normal, normal punishment. That was the capital punishment, the most severe punishment at that time. It was the historic, the moment of the deepest pain because it was not just a one person's pain, but he took our sins. He took our infirmities. He died with our sins. The curse, our curse, was bestowed upon him. So he died the most painful death. He knows our pain. But the biggest comfort came up in three days. The, every disciple of Jesus Christ, even John, who was a beloved one, he, everyone left Jesus because of traumatic event of crucifixion of Christ Jesus. But the, there's a turn of event happened through the resurrection of Jesus Christ that he rose from the dead, that Jesus defeated the definite power through the ultimate power, which is the resurrection. So he solved the problem, but not only the solving the problem, but Jesus showed himself to the reason Lord 
came to the disciples and he showed himself to more than 500 people and he comforted these people. Imagine these disciples and followers of Jesus Christ who were distressed by all the situations around them and then all the uh, the uh, the hopes that were gone because of the death of Jesus Christ. But all of a sudden when they saw the risen Lord Jesus Christ, their pain became the gain and their distress, their dissatisfaction became the total satisfaction. Their sadness turned into joy. Their mourning turned into gladness. That is really how God comforts us. No matter what situation, difficulties you might be in, do not worry about it because God can comfort you in anywhere, any places, with anyone that you have gone through a lot of difficulties. difficulties. God can comfort you uh, no matter what. Now, secondly, the second thing is, we are messenger of this comfort. Let's look at this passage again. Look at verse 4. It says, Who comfort us in all our affliction so that we, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So first of all, we received the comfort from God because God is the source of comfort. But that is not the end of the story. God wants us to, God wants us to share this comfort with other people who are going through the affliction. Now, what does that mean? The comfort is contagious. It's reproducible. God does not only comfort us just for ourselves, but He comforts us so that we can spread this comfort from God with other people. It's very, very significant. Now, Apostle Paul himself was going through a very difficult time, but between the 1st Corinthians and 2nd Corinthians, the church of Corinth was also going through terrible pain and suffering. Yes, the church of Corinth was not mature church. They were going through immaturity. They were going through division because some of saying, I belong to Paul, I belong to Apollos, you know, I like Paul. You know, there's because of a comparison, because of greediness, because of all the lust. They were The church was going through a very difficult time, but uh, they became more mature through the gospel of Christ Jesus, but also they went through suffering for the, Christ of Christ, for the sake of Christ Jesus. So, Apostle Paul himself is showing the great example right here that even though he was going through very terrible pain, but God comforted Paul, and Paul is spreading this comfort to the church of Corinth through writing this letter. That he is saying, God comforts with all his comforts with you, so do not worry. God is going to use you. God is going to empower you. God is going to equip you and fill you with his peace so that not just the church of Corinth, but also as we are reading this passage today, we are comforted as well with the comfort of God. As, as we learned from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it's not the love is not really coming from us. Love is from God. Likewise, the comfort is not from us, but the comfort is from God. All the great eternal comfort comes from God. The comfort that we have is really the, the comfort that we use mostly in the world. As I said, it's all temporary. Even if it looks good outside, like fishing, entertainment, nothing wrong with that. However, they cannot comfort 
comfort people forever. But the only comfort that can comfort us, comfort other people forever eternally, is the comfort coming from God. So that we need to receive that comfort first. But that comfort coming from God will flow out of us, flow through us, so that other people can receive this comfort as well. Imagine that the Church of Corinth they receive this comfort and they know how suffering is hard and real, but they are going to also share this comfort with the other churches as well. So not just the Paul, but this church who is going to uh, they share this comfort with other churches, and these churches who receive this the comfort through the Church of Corinth, they will also going to uh, share this comfort with other churches, not just in their time, but also in 2023, even now as well. How wonderful this is! Love is contagious. Hatred is contagious as well, but also the uh, comfort is contagious. That we need to share this. Uh, the gospel of peace, the uh, the comfort, the gospel of comfort with other people as well. As I said, the uh, the comfort that the world is going、uh, giving is also contagious as well. Imagine that some people are giving you the drug, and、uh, you will be addicted to the drug as well. And some, but maybe your children, your family members. I've seen the、uh, drug dealers, and、uh, not just one person in the family, but the whole family members were involved in the drug business. How contagious that is! Sin is so contagious. So we need to stop sinning. We need to stop spreading the sin. We need to start spreading the comfort of God instead. So, how should we live with this? That God is the source of the comfort, and we are the messengers of comfort. How should we live? First of all, we need to seek comfort from God. We need to stop seeking the worldly comfort. Nothing wrong with playing music, but if you try, if you are trying to find comfort from music or something else, then you will be ending. You will end up being. Partially comforted, and you still have a big stress. However, you need to seek and crave, crave for the comfort from God. David was a great ex- example of doing that because David was in a big stress,、uh, not only from his enemies, but also he has he had enemies within his family. How stressful that would be! However,、uh, David was always seeking the Lord. He enjoyed the Word of God. He meditated on the Word of God, as in Psalm 119, verse 19, verse、uh, verse 97. That we need to meditate God's Word, the Bible, day and night, and enjoy it. Crave for it, and we will experience the mercy and comfort that flow from the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, we need to pray as well, as in Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven. We need to give,、uh, we need to pray with, the, we need to give the petition with thanksgiving to the Lord, and the peace of God will guard our hearts. We will experience supernatural comfort that comes from the Lord. You, we can go through a lot of difficult times. You know, unexpected things can happen any time. So our hearts can be dismayed, our hearts can be discouraged in any time, any minute. However, the God will protect our hearts. God is God. The peace of God is going to guard our hearts as we pray, as we meditate on God's word. So we need to set our time, morning and evening and night time. We need to regularly. Intake, meditate on God's word, and when to pray to the Lord regularly as well, so that we can experience the supernatural comfort that comes from the Lord. 
Secondly, we need to live as the messenger of this comfort. Again, it's not enough to hold the comfort that God gives to us. We need to spread it. We need to share this. How can we do that? Let's see. Let's find out who needs comfort. Everyone needs comfort because uh, some people have a lot of problems, some people have a few problems, but there's no one without a problem. Everyone is going through a problem. Even if they smile outside, but inside of their heart, there's a, such a big stress and difficulties going on in their hearts, they need comfort. Maybe they are secretly craving for drugs, sex, and all those things. However, we need to confront them with the true comfort that comes from the Lord so that they can find the true comfort that only comes from the Lord. But unless, until we speak up, until we really proclaim the comfort, they, these people will not know it. So we need to reach out to them. We need, just call your friends or family members or anybody. Just check on them and get some coffee with them and listen to their stories and share your story, how God has comforted you. They might know how much you went through the difficulties, but they will be amazed that when you share that God has comforted you, that how you have been strengthened and how you have been moving forward, no matter what difficult difficulties you faced so far. They will be amazed by the weight of problems, but the amazing, the gravity of God's grace and mercy and comfort that you have experienced. And they will desire for that comfort as well. How wonderful way that you can share the gospel with them. So share the comfort with the people, with the hurting world. Go and proclaim the comfort of God. Meet with them and share this. So let's continue to meditate on God's word, pray, and share so that not only we receive the, uh, the comfort from the Lord, but also other people can uh, share, experience this comfort. Remember that God is the source of comfort and we are the messengers of comfort. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful news of comfort, that you have comforted, comforted us through Christ Jesus, who knows our suffering, who took our suffering, but who conquered the death through his resurrection. So he is the perfect, perfect comforter. So Lord Jesus Christ, please comfort our hearts. If there is anybody who is going through a difficult, uh, big pain or suffering, the scars in their heart, Father, please comfort them. But also, Lord, please use us, use them so that they can also spread and proclaim claim this comfort to other people who need your comfort, Lord, so that the world would see the risen Lord Christ Jesus who conquered the death and who can comfort us with, uh, with his perfect power and wisdom. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.